Previously on Washed Up, Miked Up. And Doran Dickerson said something that is absolutely incredible. And Doran, I've played hockey since I was about six years old. So I, you know, I'm familiar with the ice. It's a year with the best skating coach I could play He's in the, the NHL. I could be an enforcer in the NHL. Next, you're going to be an Olympic Come swimmer. Come on. No, I, get the fuck out of here. That's not even close to happening. <laughs> I, I truly think with this group in here, we could rob a bank. We What's can so? seriously rob a bank. Are we smart enough to actually pull it off? 100%. I don't want you in the bank. You're six fucking eight. And I don't know if I should even be in the bank, honestly. Why? You're not walking guy. in naked. Uh, I mean, I'm token black guy and six white guys and one black guy. They're like, oh. Yeah, they all came in with hockey equipment. There's one black guy. <laughs> right. go, you belong. <laughs> Must be those guys. The fact that they give a sweet 16 ring. What do you get when you fucking make the Final Four? A house? I, I don't understand what the hell happens there. I can see Final Four. Final Four is a member. When you start cutting nets, then you can get a ring. Tell me why you think the Steelers are going to be undefeated this year. Let's maybe, all right, 15 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe awesome. maybe lose to the Patriots, yeah, 14 and 2. Yeah. Our, our Brock Locks guy, our fucking big bookie guy lives in a cartoon. Now, let's start the show. Yeah, man, it's been a while. It has been too long. Welcome to Washed Up, Miked Up, Doran Dickerson. I'm Josh Miller. We got Brock with his Brock Locks. We got Tiny, the funniest big man in, of all time, who made the greatest, greatest little announcement here. We'll, we'll share that. Vin, DJ, spinning records. And Agent Jason, out on a mission somewhere in New York, New Jersey. He will be, he will be missed. Check us out on iTunes, Washed Up, Miked Up, and at Up Mike. There we go. Touched all the bases, but I'm diving right into this one. Tiny, who's our, our is the funniest big man we've all ever met. He's six seven, no one funnier. Uh, and Dorn, Dorn, he tells us all, I could easily beat you in a one on one basketball game. Is that possible? One on one. I'm definitely beating him one on one. I mean, I'll just back his skinny ass down. Look at him. I mean, I'm he, looking he at him. Looks, I, I he thought looks it was nervous whenever he sits next to me. So what do you think? I'm going to get him on a court? I'm going to throw some elbows and I'm going to dunk on him. He doesn't get prison rules. He doesn't understand. No. That's what I'm saying. He's, uh, there's not going to be a referee. You still think you could take his ass? You guys think this is my first one-on-one -on -one game I've ever played. Against, it, a, against him? Yes. This guy thinks me. he can play fucking pro hockey. He, yeah, he thinks he can play pro hockey. He thinks he can beat me one-on-one. -on -one. Neither of them are going to happen. Mm. How are you going to beat that? He, 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 you have to score. So I'll tell you what Doran's going to do. He obviously has no jumper with his build. His elbows can't go higher than his neck. So he's going to try to back me down the entire time. <laughs> he's going to try to back me down the entire time. It's a classic Western Pennsylvania football player playing center on his high school basketball team. He's going to back me down. He's going to shoot up some sort of brick of a layup. I'm going to stand straight up the entire time. Don't need prison rules because I'm not going to foul him. I don't need to. Either that or I'm just going to reach down and swat the ball to half court, take it out. It's just going to be a repeat. And then I'm going to pull a few threes. I'm also going to have a few jump hooks, which I know Doran can't stop. The jump hook. The jump hook's is very a, tough. If you, you have that in your arsenal, you're 6'8". If, if I you get him anywhere near the block or anywhere near that paint area, the jump hook is going in. And you can still dunk. Yes. Well, well, Brock always makes it look like you're broken. You have surgeries. You shut the door. Your, your shoulder <laughs> pops out. He doesn't paint a pretty picture. No, that shoulder's Tim. screwed in. I could, for, I could dunk in seventh grade. I could still dunk. Tim Silky on the court. I'll give him that. How tall are you in seventh Tim grade? Tim Savvy on the court. Six, two, six, three. For the listeners, give us, give us your weight. You're about six seven. But what do you weigh? Two twenty. Bounce between two fifteen, two twenty. I would have said about two hundred, but yeah. You're, kind of, you're Doran, built like what? Sean Bradley. Yeah, you know who Sean Bradley is. You remember Space Jam, the big, big white guy? That yeah. was one of the most. Well, he's not an actor. Yeah. Well, he was actually a basketball you, today, player. Yeah, he was Earlier today, you said it looked like Benny the Jet Rodriguez. With the so, shirt that with you're the wearing. Shirt. You're wearing a shirt. I mean, that's two good compliments. That's I a take. great compliment. Yeah. Benny the Jet. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, with, the, with that shirt, uh, that, that's a Sandlot shirt. That's a 1960s, <laughs> hey, we're going out in the backyard and we're going to pick up a game and play. But you Baseball. can still dunk. I mean, yeah. easily. Like, under the hoop, one He one can still up. slam the fucking thing, yes. Yeah. That blows me away. I did no. not I did not have that in He's you. 6'7". He better be able to I dunk the damn that. thing. I Do I look that unathletic? Do I look like that, uh, that hurt? I, you know? Well, you, again, really? I go by how you dress. Yeah, yeah I dress you like You dress a just because you have to. Yeah, that's that's fair. So I'm like, all right, maybe he doesn't have that anymore. You're actually built like a swimmer. Oh, my mom was a swimmer, yeah. 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 Can you swim? Oh, no, I'm terrible. Yeah. I have a pool. I've swam it two times. you fucking push off the wall. You're on the other side just about. I'm horrible. I'm too dense. I just sink. <laughs> I'm surprised that you don't think you're a great swimmer. <laughs> no. I'm, that's one thing I, I, I okay, am not a great... Okay, that's your kryptonite. Yes. So if I said, fuck you and dove in a pool, I, can, I guess you'd wait for me until I got out of the pool. I can, I can, I can hold my own, after, but after a while, it's like, all right, I got to go to the edge. Like I'm too tired. I okay. Hold myself up. So that's up. your kryptonite. That might be, yeah, that might be my kryptonite. <laughs> All right, we're, we're we're moving forward here. Doran, uh, something funny happened last week. You know, we were all sitting around, and we're hey, where's Doran? And we're he's at work. Yeah. And so we're all just trying to picture. Do you have a cubicle? I do have a cubicle. And you know what? I have a cubicle, and and, and the boss came back, and everybody in their little cubicles has like pictures, yeah. awards, helmets, footballs that they got from certain players. And he walked back. He's like, Doran, you need some pictures and stuff in there. And I was like thinking, I was like. Well, should I bring like my own helmets and my own balls that I got one that I got in games and my awards and my pictures? That, I feel like know. that is definitely something that would be in your cubicle. Just yeah, a shrine you know, all, of all, all my shrines. Yeah. I bring my shrine in, so people are like, "Oh, this motherfucker." Of course, he has to be all cocky and bring all his shit in. He's got his so own autograph picture. He builds, he, builds, he builds like an addition onto his cubicle. Yeah, he, he bought out the guy next to him. Best to look in your new adventures, Doran. Sign, Doran. <laughs> Only cubicle in the entire place is like a door, doormat, and a butt. Now, is this your first? Is this your barking. first actual job? My first actual job? Not like bartending, bouncing, or anything. No, I never I mean, did any of that. Okay, I mean, I enough. worked at Cold Stone in high school. I worked at Cold <laughs> Listen to this, story. Oh, no. I worked at Cold Stone my junior year in high school, and that's when I was getting heavily recruited by you know all kinds of schools. And Coach Pelco, Bob Pelco at West A, you know, I was working at Cold Stone. And Cold Stone, if you tip, you have to sing the song like Cold Stone, here at Cold Stone, you have to sing. <laughs> so I was there for like my first week, and Coach Pelco brought in Wisconsin, like their whole staff, like their whole offensive staff. There was like five guys with them. They had their Wisconsin stuff on. And they all like were like, you have to you have to sing. They all, you know, were like, here, Coach Pelco, put some tip in there. And I was like, I'm not singing. I'm not singing. And then I ended up singing, and I looked at them after I got done singing. I was like, I'm not going to your school. And they all left. <laughs> Coach Boko like looked at me and was like, Are you serious? I was like, No, I'm not going to Wisconsin. They all enough money. Never talked to him again. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, I was so embarrassed. And I quit. Oh, Two man. days later. Two days later, I quit. <laughs> so let, let me ask you this question. I'm not moving away. There's a nice way to deflect it. So you have a cubicle. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I know you showed up at 8 o'clock last week, and no one else in that surrounding area shows up till 9. Right. And suit and tie. I mean, what, what's your? Is this, uh, you can't just go in there with your pit gear and your hat on backwards. <laughs> I, I, I had a uh, polo and some dress pants and nice dress shoes. And uh-huh. like you said, they don't show up till nine. And then you know, our, our manager came out. Was like, you know, we don't have to be here till nine. And I kind of gave you the spiel I gave you guys when I walked in here. If you're if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And she kind of looked at me. and Was like, Coughlin. do all, all football players think that way? I was like, some of them. So, mm-hmm. so no, pad, I don't to- pad and pen. Yeah. All that writing, which I mean, that's yep. that's impressive. Emails, Good for you. all that stuff. So I mean, this is like emails. What, I think this job. I think this is going to motivate you to become a WWE fighter. Oh, you there's think? no doubt. After oh, yeah, after your first few, because we already have Brock's already set a line on how long you're going to last there before you pound somebody and get fired. Oh man, <laughs> I know. That's it. See, that's, that's a good thing. line. 
What is the line? I can't tell you that. I mean, Come on, what's the that. line? No, no, because no, that, that, that's insider. That's yeah. inside information. We don't do that here. We don't do any inside information here. <laughs> yeah, we've learned. We've learned. So, oh. all right, it, it, it's football season now, college football, NFL. You know, everyone has a different taste. We're going to compare them all right now. So, again, boys, pick a side. It's a segment that we like to do every once in a while. We sometimes bring it later in the show, but I, I'm going to bring it up now. Pick a side, college football or NFL. I'm just going to share you my thoughts. It's not even close. I should even put high school football in there, but I'm not, Brock. Fuck you. I'm just going to go college football <laughs> and NFL. College football to me, hands down. I love everything about college football. I love the fact that it's on a Saturday. I love the fact that I'm hungover from Friday. I go into the game Saturday. I like the band. I like, I like teams that walk through the crowd, that walk halfway through campus. Everyone's there. I, I love the fact the alumni. I like that. I love the, everything about it. It's a little long, the college game, but I love college football. Ten times more than the NFL, the rule changing, what's a catch, what's a touchdown, athletes getting whatever the hell they're getting into, what's a TD, what's not. It's not even close for me. I truly, truly hasn't always been that way, but I've really, really stepped into the college football experience because I feel the kids, and shame on me for thinking this, I think there's a much, much more want to there. It's more family. Afterwards, they all go out. They all see each other in the bars, parties, and all that. Uh, I mean, mine's NFL, and, and it's because those are the best of the best that can play that sport. And to see those guys compete every Sunday I think is amazing, even though there's millions of dollars involved and there's a lot of uh, politics involved in the NFL, all the stuff that's going on now, it's crazy, I know that. But just to see, uh, you know, for three hours, to see those guys compete, and they're the best. Like, there's no higher level than the NFL. There's no higher level in the NFL, and that's these are the best football players on earth. And growing up, wanting to be and make it to that level, uh, I just I still love it, and I, I that's my pick. That's my you pick okay? But I'm going to tell you this: you say, "Oh, the best of the best." That's if they're 100. percent I never seen a college kid say, "Well, I'm only 80. percent I'm not playing today." I've seen many NFL guys in the locker room. I heard with my own ears, and they're at their training table week eight. Hey, are you playing today? No, I'm only 85. percent I'm not going out there. Fuck that. That's because money's involved too. I mean, of course, you, yeah, I hate you know, it. Yeah, I can't I mean, stomach that's, that's all. Yeah. I'm throwing it all yeah. in you there. Also, yeah. You also probably can't be 80 percent and going against NFL guys in college. You can get away with it. Sometimes uh, depends what player you. Yeah, are. yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. every week you're going against the best of the best. If you're a walk, if I'm, if I'm from Pitt and I'm 80 percent this week going against Albany, fuck it, I'll still. Play. All right, so we're talking two different, I guess, aerial shots. A fan. Okay. A fan of the game. As a fan of the game, what do you like? What do you like to watch more? Mm, man, I, I, I'm with you as a fan. So I, I like the tradition, the experience. the experience. I like college game day. Uh, I, I love the band, yeah, the, the drums. You hear that yeah. snare from the, I mean, across the campus. There's nothing better than that. There's too there many really fucking isn't. games. You don't even know what's going on. There's too much shit going wrong. Yeah, you know I, the, the best NFL of the best. is organized. Thirty-two fucking teams. Anyone and can win this million Super Bowl. fucking commercials, and all you want to do is watch the game. Kickoff. That's why. Bang. That's commercial. why. Commercial. Touchdown. Commercial. Let's go check. Oh, let's go replay that one. Commercial. That's it's why a you got eight games going experience. on at once. Well, we're not all fucking have 17 uh, TVs and bets on all of them. Yeah, nice. red, red Zone going on, though. Mm-hmm. Red Zone's nice. Yeah. Red Zone is nice. Tim, uh, what are you? Uh, I like college. You're college. Yeah. I, I, I like the whole atmosphere. I think the fans are more passionate, which I love. I love the whole. You like, ever been to a fucking Steelers Sunday in the North Shore, buddy? Yeah, yeah but I love that. Are you but kidding that's, me? No, but but I love. Have you ever been to like a, a, a Pitt Penn State, which I know you have? Oh, that, one that was, that one was week. More. Yeah, but one still, week. you had. But the, yeah, but, but think about but, Alabama games. Yeah, but that's just one team. We're talking thirty-two fucking teams. That's it. 
Yeah, and one go- of those teams, everyone has a chance. No one thought Philly could win. True. Look at what happened to that city after Philly won the Super Bowl. I, you know, I, I mean, I, college football yeah. for, for for me, NFL. If you're if if you're a fan of the Steelers, you really don't give a shit about any other team. But if I'm a Pitt fan in college, I went to Arizona. I, I like I like the storylines on college. It's easier for me to get caught up in other colleges doing shit, the top five, top tens, and I can get behind another team. NFL, for some reason, it's such a loyal – even going to a game with your kids. For some reason, I feel safer going to an opponent's place with my kids than, than uh, yeah. going to Philly with I, my kids decked out yeah, in Yeah, NFL's shit. not meant for kids. It's Listen. a game. No, man, don't, don't take your kids to the uh... – of course not. No, and I won't. I mean, well, Steelers, I won't. I can't throw rocks in those fucking press boxes. <laughs> and the sweets. Humble brag. I'm talking, I was talking more 500s. So yeah. you're so you're 100% NFL? 100% NFL. 100%. You know, you know who you're watching. I just watch Northwestern Purdue. I have no have, idea who the fuck you're watching. You can't even look at anything without college? Eyes. No you don't idea. have to watch the watch... shitty college games. Do you know who you're watching in college football? I, I watched you the turn on the Northwestern best. Purdue, one of the best games yesterday, right? I have no fucking idea who that safety is or who the cornerback is. Yeah, but you no can get idea. behind a team, though. How can you get behind a team? You don't even know the players. Like You, you get behind an NFL coach. team. I don't know. Think about what happens. Like, Jalen Ramsey gets on and talks shit. All right, now you got people that like him or don't like him, and now you're watching him. It's all he does and is talk shit. So you, you wouldn't invest in, in watching Texas uh, UT because Todd Hermans was at a strip club with Zach no. Smith? That's completely. Like, I'll different. watch Texas now to know that he's like a little bit of a degenerate. Yeah, but and that's just the coach. It's not. Well, like, I watch know, the like, whole team. I mean, I'm gonna watch him. They're gonna show him most of the time. I agree. If I'm flipping through the and stations, no, I love Tom Herman, and, 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 and I see Seattle playing, I'd much rather watch Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, or anybody else in the top ten, top fifteen, uh, top twenty. Give me a division game in the NFL. I mean, you got fuck. Look at the Buffalo Bills, man. You got guys jumping through table. That's the passion, the NFL, man. But you're telling me wa- watching going, a game at home on TV, you'd rather watch an NFL game? Oh, 100%. Than a college game? Not even. Than a big time college? Yes. You know what? I can follow an NFL game better than a college game watching it on TV. I, I'll give you that. Couldn't agree more. I can follow I the game. I get lost in the college games. I love watching football. So right. I'll watch it, but I just. You just belch in the middle of a fucking sentence? <laughs> yeah. Fucking gassy <laughs> man over there. What you? Vinny. <laughs> Ready, you got to cut that. People who don't know. No, he's not cutting it. <laughs> People that no, no, don't know, you must be like, oh, that. Brock's probably about 56 years old. 60 years old. <laughs> they have no idea that you're like fucking 16. <laughs> That's hilarious. So we got Brock Locks. That's another segment that we like to roll out. And, and, and you are obviously, uh, well, you do your homework. Texas minus 14 at Maryland. Oh. At Maryland. Now, this is the Maryland team with, uh, with their head coach on leave right now. I understand that. I like Matt Canada, though. Yeah. Yes, Matt Canada is the new yeah. new uh, offense coordinator, oh. interim head coach. I don't want to go first this time. Old pick, old pit OC. Yeah, Doran, yeah. start with you. I like Texas. You like Tom Herman. Yes. You love Tom Herman. Strip club guy. Strip club guy. Wow. What, what, what's the uh, – Texas is ranked. What's, what's the uh, numbers? 14. Texas is minus 14. They're away. Yeah. The home dogs. They Maryland. got them. You think fuck Texas Maryland. got him? Yeah, Maryland. Now like, listen, these Maryland. two teams don't act like Maryland. Something. These two it's not teams, lacrosse. They squared off the first game of uh, last season. Okay, last season. Maryland won, fifty-one forty-one. Good. Texas got him. Bang. Tim. I gotta go to Texas too. Shit, man. You guys are all in my locks. I got Texas as well. Wow. So why yeah. are you like surprised? Why are you trying to change our mind? Really? You're gonna really I want go someone to be against me and argue. 
Dude, we're going last. You're going last. How do we know you're, you're not full no, of shit? No, I know. I know. I was just hoping you guys would pick other a different team. We got to reevaluate this fucking segment. What else you got? Okay, this is a good one. UMass plus 17 and a half versus BC. This is completely unbiased on my part. <laughs> my best friend's uh, dad is definitely not the head coach there. What do you think? Darn thoughts? UMass just beat the shit out of uh, Duquesne. Duquesne. I mean, yeah. Duquesne. 61. It's like playing 50. Pine Richland. Nah, it's, give Duquesne some credit, man. For what? <laughs> for real, for what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go BC. BC 17.5. Tim. UMass. Yeah, we're riding Whipple. Yeah. Gotta we're riding Whipple. 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 I know Whipple. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer. Nah, they're not going to cover that, though. They're going to cover. No, they're not. 17.5, they'll cover. The Minutemen no. always cover. No. 5-0 and against the spread in their last five as road dogs after scoring 35 points. Dude, they are... When you, when you get your backs against the wall at the minute win, minute men, they fucking come. And you've, you've historically bet a lot of UMass. And, they have let me down. Done, they've let me down a ton of times. They've let you down a ton of times. But I bet with my heart. Yeah, I know that. I and bet with my heart. It's what they tell you not to do it's when, exactly, when you start yes, betting. Yes, <laughs> they yes, say that's don't awesome. Bet with your so heart. that gives you an idea of Brock Locks. <laughs> kid who bets with his heart. So remortgage your house, uh, go to the ATM, take all your money out, and take then you your, put it on take UMass. Take your kids' student loans yeah, out. This all is an absolute All the money you save for UMass 17 and a half. What's Bama again? 24? Bama is, yes, 24. I like that. Yeah. Bama, Texas. That, they they, they want to send that message right away. They, they, they're. I like that, though. That makes me feel confident you guys all pick the same oh, side. Oh, no, no, Regardless no, if we could debate So it, we but. may bankroll you. Should we bankroll him just to see how he does? The kid that bets with his heart? But I want you to do this, though. I want you to go opposite of your heart. Just to see. I want it to be your heart versus... No, no, I don't always bet with my heart, but if like, if it's UMass, I'll bet with my heart. If it's the 76ers, I'll bet TJ McConnell every fucking time. All right, well, we're not betting fucking. I know, but that's my that's my point. Like, I'll bet the Steelers, but other than that, I'll I'll, I'll do my due diligence and. All right. Well, yeah, definitely. But I like the bankroll idea. I like you giving me money and see what you could do with it. Yeah. Well, obviously, I like that. I, I what what usually is the cut on that? Like, if somebody bankrolls somebody, what does the bankroller get? Like. Five percent. <laughs> Is it? Come on, dude. Bullshit. No, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I know <laughs> was poker a hell of a player, try. Poker players get bankrolled, and they don't really make shit off their winnings. <laughs> Is it like 60-40? <laughs> if you can believe it, I've never been bankrolled. <laughs> no, no, really. Yeah, we're acting, fuck, acting like he's an in, industry expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, knows what the industry standard is. <laughs> I'm not he has no fucking idea. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's roll into pit. Yeah. Pat, do you mind? Well, uh, this we, is another luck pit. Pitt on the season's five and a half. Five and a half wins in the regular season. Over. Oh, my oh, God. Over all day, yeah. Over. All fucking day. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Pat Narduzzi has to win. Has I, to win. Has to win. Yeah. Heather Like is fucking walking around with a hatchet, cut it, <laughs> just blowing up every single coach in the le- couple years that she's been there. I, like 11 out of the 14. Some ridiculous <laughs> number. You talk about final cuts for these Steeler guys. Fuck, if I'm a coach at Pitt and I – who is it? It's Heather. I'm not here. So you, you are getting fucking canned. So, yeah, Pat Narduzzi has to win eight games, and I think he will this year. Yeah, I'm saying eight and four. I think they go eight and four, so I'm definitely over. How's over this time. kid Kenny Pickett? Is he the real deal? I like I, him, but has he played enough to show you that? I don't know. I don't think he's played enough, but from what I hear, I mean, he's consistent. He's a leader. He has all the qualities to be a good quarterback. So, uh, I think that we'll see in the, th- in the third game of the season who they play. Uh, they play Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how he is. 
from what about them. the second game of the season? Well, I mean, you can't really tell a second game. That's a big game. Penn State, it's a little bit different. So, I mean, Albany has to go out there. He has to light it up. Big win against Miami. Hit a big move. Yeah, that was the end of the year. I, I just, you know, oh, those. Oh, yeah, let's not count that then. I mean, you know, sometimes you have that, that, that first-time luck. You know, you go in there, you're in the right situation, great defense, and you just handle your, you know, handle your business. I don't know. I, I want to see him consistently play well throughout the season to know if he's the guy. What do you think about the pit defense this year? I think that they're going to be awesome. I mean, I think they're going to be great. They have 14 guys, 14 returning starters, potentially. Uh, a guy like Paris Ford, who's a beast. I think he had like eight picks in the spring. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's like six two, two hundred yeah, some pounds, playing corner. Yeah, he's a stud. He played at like three different high schools. Three different high schools, won a state championship <laughs> yeah, for three you know. different teams. Right. So you know, I think they're defense. And Quentin Orginus is back. Oh, he's uh, back. Baby. Ready, you know, dude. He's a beast. He's a Fox, beast. Fox Chapel kid. Tim's yeah. a tough Rambo type kid. Yep. Quiet, just big kid. Kick the shit out of you. Yep. You want to hear? Dude. You want to hear good good Q story? No, no. Save it for it's, all the air. Good, yes, yeah. of course we want to hear a fucking good story. It's, it's good, good Q story. Um, so I'm walking across the street, and uh, I slip on some ice. I try to catch myself in a car, dislocate dude. my shoulder. Of course you did. <laughs> but you're so going to fucking beat Dorn in yeah, a one-on-one yeah, basketball the, game. You first, can't even no, no, that, walk. Shoulder, that shoulder's That must repaired. have been an absolute... Humiliating, it was an enormous. <laughs> no, no, no. Forget it. But what, what kind of sound does six eight slipping on the ice and falling make? It must look like, like a giraffe falling. It was like. <laughs> 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 the fuck was that? <laughs> All right. So please tell us what happened. All right. So I dislocate my shoulder. Closest house is uh, Q's house. A lot of a lot of football guys in there. A lot of the walk on guys. Good good house. Uh, I walk in and I go, dude. I'm not going to the hospital. Uh, like I'm not Ubering myself again to the hospital up the street and getting my shoulder replaced. We got to get it back in now. I have no clue oh, to get it back a in. Little cut me, Mick. So, right there, I I accused and a few other guys. Great idea was we just have Quentin just fucking hit it in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Quentin lines up and just runs into it against the wall and it just pops right back in. <laughs> he literally just bulldozes my shoulder back into place. It just goes <laughs> and it's fucking right back in. That's, that's a, a great that story. That is a great story. You should <laughs> get his name tattooed on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great story. What else is going on with Pitt? Because I'll tell you right now, their secondary gave up 200, almost 400 yards a game last year. I can't say secondary. Defense, 400 yards, almost 30 points a game. Not good at not, all. Yeah, not not good. I, but they have uh, returning starters, you know, Dane Jackson, Felipe Motley. Uh, Demar Hamlin. So I think those guys will just be more seasoned this year. And you know, and Pat Narduzzi's defense—that's what he's here, he's here for—is uh, his defense. And I think those guys are going to grasp it this year and really play well together. You know, they have, like I said, we had, they have Quentin Warginis back. They have Elijah Zeiss. They have Sean Adowu. They have Celine Brightwell. Like Bates. He's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, defense you know, coordinator. The defense coordinator. Yeah, you know, he's been he's around a, good, a long good time. Dude. He's long college uh, football for a long mm-hmm. time. So. I, I do think that they're going to be pretty decent. I think they're going to sneak out of the three non-conference games, not including Albany, UCF, uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and Penn State. I think they go two and one there. I do. I think they beat Notre Dame, and I think they beat Penn State. Brock Locks, thoughts? Oh, I don't know about that. Nice. I think we might beat Penn State. Can they score touchdowns? That's what I want to know. They have to score touchdowns. What do you think about well, the new receiver transfer? Taysir Mack. I mean, he's their number one guy. Yeah, he's a beast. Which, and if you don't know, if you've been in a closet like I have, he obviously just got <laughs> eligible. You're right. He was supposed to sit out a year, but somehow that went through, and now he's playing. So he'll be their number one. Then you have Rafael Arujo Lopes, Aaron Matthews, Trey Tipton, Maurice French. So they got some guys there. You know, they got some guys on the outside they can throw. They got some guys on the inside that can run in the slot. They have running. They back. have a freshman running back coming in too. That's supposed to be gross, and will help out with Darian yeah. Hall and Quadri Olson. So. 
they have the game. They'll load the box so this kid right. has to fucking throw a football. And, and the biggest, the biggest uh, component to this year that everybody's forgetting is they're getting back George Aston, yeah, who scored George 10 Aston touchdowns two years ago. He didn't play last year. He's their fullback. He's their H-back. He's their dynamic player, and he's their leader. And I think that he's going to be the reason why they're going to have a good year. Obviously, their offensive line, they only have two returning starters, but – uh, offensive line, I feel like if you can gel together and find a way to work together, you don't have to be that great individually. So that's where I'm at with Pitt. I think that they have a chance to 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 be a good team. They just have to win games like North Carolina. They have to win games like Duke. They have to yeah. beat Georgia Tech. Those are the games they have to win. How many wins does Pitt need to have for you to be comfortable with Narduzzi still being the head coach? Eight. Eight. Yeah. has to be eight. They have eight. to go to a ball game. It has yep. to be eight. Or And Heather Light can put her little machete down and at least let them <laughs> sit for another year. I mean, she is absolutely killing everybody. <laughs> Out for blood. <laughs> but you know what? But, but she's getting I'm, better. I'm, she's no, getting she, better people. No, though, no, too. and I'm not looking at like, oh, no, she's yeah, bad. I'm, I'm sure, saying yeah, if right. I'm AD yeah. and I go to a, a school, do I want to fucking my ship to go down with right. what's there? Or do I right, want to put you. people in and say, okay, the people I brought in fucked it up. Yeah. So I'm I was grandfathered in with half these guys. Not anymore. I'm bringing my, my crew in. I'm I have no problem with that. Basketball, same thing. Adios. Yep. And look what she did. Everybody's writing her off saying, like, oh, these guys are all getting other jobs. Like, I forget I forget even the, the big names out there. And then she goes and gets Jeff Capel, who nobody thought that hey, they were going to get. And that's a that's big That's a hire. great get. If anytime you could win New York, New Jersey over. Oh, huge. Oops. Yeah. No, huge. It's, that's good. All right. Fair so enough. So, basketball's back. I think so. Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm going to games yeah. this year. I know that. All right. Well, let's move this on. We were talking Pitt, Penn State a little earlier. What do you think about Penn State, what people are saying, ducking Pitt? Scheduling Temple instead of Pitt after that's smart after the next. Honestly, year. if I'm Penn State, that's smart. I can't get anything positive out of beating Pitt. But if they beat us, we're fucked at the end of the year. I need I need some cupcakes. Pitt, it's a compliment. Pitt's not a cupcake. All right, I'm asking you this question: If Pitt wins the ACC this year, mm-hmm. and Penn State loses or beats Pitt, they still have nothing to gain. Well, if they yeah okay, we lost to a team that won the ACC. Right. that's great. Will Pitt win that? I, I, I come on. I Maybe mean, they're not looking at that way. They're looking at who are we one hundred percent going to beat, Pitt or Temple? If I'm the committee and I see somebody scheduling like that, I'm like, no. You even if you beat those teams, it, it doesn't really count. Well, it, it, they don't think like that. Yeah, yeah I disagree I know. with you. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I know that that probably sounds wrong, but I mean, you just. I want to see you play Pitt. I want to see you play like a, a even level team and see if you could actually beat them by twenty points. Because those who are the teams I want. G- who has more to gain if that they win? Pitt. By uh, it's and it's not even close. Yeah. But even money wise, I mean, both both schools will make a lot of money off of the game. It's, and and it's a great game for obviously in state and everyone wants to see that game. It's amazing to me that poor little bastard stepchild school West Virginia is never in this conversation because Pitt looks at West Virginia the same way Penn State looks at Pitt yep you're right you know Penn State's a harumph saying fuck Pitt what about West Virginia Pitt fuck West Virginia I would I mean, rather it's, it's have so played. unfair but that's how the people look at it you're right I mean that is exactly meanwhile West how. Virginia can kick the shit out of Pitt from time to time yeah I wouldn't I mean, want to play West Virginia this year <laughs> I would rather play Penn State as a player in my four years playing at Pitt. I would have rather play Penn State than West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about playing West Virginia. The backyard brawl. That's a. I didn't. I mean, it was just hundred like, years. Yeah, I was just tradition. like, all right, whatever. It's another game. But whenever we like played like Notre Dame, I was like, all right, we're playing Notre Dame. You know, it's time to go. But we're it's going. Notre Dame. Like, all right, we're playing Pitt. No, but we we beat them every I time I was there. That. My whole career, we beat them there. So it's like they probably. I bet you Charlie Weiss was like, oh, you know, watch that over there. I, we got to beat Wadi. Charlie Weiss is the luckiest oh. fucking dude. <laughs> On earth. Oh. He went there, 
single-handedly took a shit on the sidelines and fucking threw a grenade at every single thing possible that's meaningful and then got like a $25 million parachute to go, go away. Right. Crazy. Unbelievable. And he, I like Charlie. Great guy. Right. But what he system. did over at Notre Dame was just brutal. He always had that crust in, and his, how much, in his mouth when he was Oh, talking. yeah. He, Spit. <laughs> he absolutely did. Just had 8 million medical concerns and stuff. You always thought he was going to get hurt on the sidelines. It was always. <laughs> no, seriously. I Because mean, he was in New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like put together. He just looked like he was unhealthy all the time. Like just like built with spare parts. And you're like, all right, this guy, someone keep an eye on him. It was almost you, you almost felt it was your judiciary. I know Jason's not here to use that word. I'll use it for oh, him. Uh, to, your job to keep an eye on him to make sure anything close to the sidelines. I would fucking form a wall in front of him because I didn't want him getting hurt. I like him. I, have to, I actually think he's he's a great guy. But man, did he fuck that up for a handful oh, of years. Man. Fiduciary, fiduciary, judge, fiduciary. Yeah, fucking Jason. How, he says that every single episode. Yeah, he slips he it in all the time. Yeah. He always does. Yeah, yeah he's Charlie Wise, eighty-five percent. Can't go today. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, man, well, let's funny. move on. Enough uh, sports talk for right now. We're gonna go to another topic, a little less uh, relaxed from sports. We got how many? <laughs> This is Dude, fucking read it. You got to understand these Dude, are all is... all these all these random topics all are from fucking Josh, of course. How many 10-year-olds would it take to kick your ass? Okay, Josh. That's a bit I mean that number is going to be different for everybody. Correct. Right? I mean Jason We know what his Doran's, number might his number might I can't be, wait to see what Doran's is, but Jason's number might be like 11. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean Tiny, what's your number? I'll start with Tiny. How many 10-year-olds you think? Can, would it take to kick your ass? Now, again, they're just coming at you from all angles, like just little Navy SEALs just coming at you. Coming in waves. Coming in waves. So if you, if if you, you knock a few of those yeah, fuckers out, Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're coming. still coming. Oh. That's a, I mean, that's that's 10, one-on-one. This, first of all, let me backtrack. There shouldn't be a 10-year-old on earth that should be, kick any of our asses. One-on-one. Do we agree? One-on-one. 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 Right. Maybe Jason's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> no, no, he won't listen. Yeah. So... Do we agree there? There should yes. not be a ten-year-old on Earth that should kick, be able to kick your ass. Correct. No, no right. shot. So, but so, how many of them would it take to kick your ass, Tiny? You're six fucking seven. You would look like a King Kong to them. Twenty-five. My, I'll give you a reason on that because yeah. if if you're not wearing a cup, <laughs> one ball shot is debilitating to to anybody, yeah. really anybody. And yeah. you get one one of those 10-year-olds swoops in, gets oh. you in an uppercut, square the nuts from behind, you know? Fucking yeah. grabs I, your balls, rips you behind, flips you over. You're done. Flips you over. <laughs> ten, a 10-year-old. 10-year-old doesn't yeah. know how to fight prison rules. They they, 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 they live in a cartoon. No, they're just going to be coming that, Think your... about that height. That height right there is it they're they're looking, you know, they're they're, they're straight there. They're, they're, they're straight punch 25. Their straight punch forward is going to go right in my dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's gonna kill me. I know. I know. Doran's gonna have. I like would a, take a, a one three hundred type thing where there's fucking and they're just bouncing the ground spin. coming at him. I would take. <laughs> what one, do you mean you would take one? And spin? I would just take one and a, literally just spin in a, a fucking circle <laughs> until I got tired. Use so I think conditioning might be my fucking problem. <laughs> but the numbers, I'll, I'll say, I, I can go for a while. Ten year old nunchucks. I would absolutely go. I would say about 100, uh, 87. I feel good about saying it would take 87 these little fuckers before I get tired, and I'm like, all right, you win, and just lay down and let them just stomp me. That's a lot. What? Is it what? That's a lot. From you? I mean, that's a lot. Think about 87 10-year-olds just jumping on you. They, they, all, can't get to on me. they all can't get to me at the same time, and I'm spinning. I'm spinning now with one. I'm fucking knocking them over. Yeah. 
Plus, I'm a I'm with you. I'm right around that range. I would say, like, anywhere from 80 to 100. That's not around the range. You said 87. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 80 to 100? To yeah, me. I know. Actually. Yeah, that's good. It's all right. What would your tactic be? Like, how would you attack him? I, I kind of like his strategy. I wasn't thinking that before. Just grab him by just, the ankles and just go. I don't know. Around. That's intimidating as shit. If I'm 10 and I'm and this fucking dude I have to fight is swinging one of my uh, colleagues, I, I'm not going in one, fucking full one fist. One of my colleagues. Like, <laughs> this little 10-year-old I'm not, I'm not, business. That's, 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 that's intimidating <laughs> as shit. He, he can say what you want, dude. That's, that's scare tactic, too. That's some... Fucked up. No, I, you if, I'm like 10, like, I'm like, if I'm 10, I'm talking to all these guys, almost like the scene in the Warriors with the war, uh, the, the Cyrus, talking to all the gangs, like, let's get them, let's kick the shit. If I'm talking to these 10-year-olds and I'm 10, I'm like, let's go, and we get to the point where you are at, <laughs> and he grabs one of my guys and swings him, uh, I'm not running into that top speed anymore. I'm like, not as fired up in, from my pep talk. That's a scary fucking tactic. You act like you're like a, a, a cave troll swinging, like making flip cards with one hand and swinging 10 years old around. You're not going to be able to do that for more than five 10 year olds. And then there's another. I'm not saying I'm juggling them. I'm going to fucking take one by one the angle and like, swing yeah, like, it around. Like, the cave troll. You, you're not going to be able to do that. They're going to they're gonna swarm you and they're going to be a mountain of them just climbing on you. Again. No. You in the dick. And, and, uh, and then, then you're done. Thorne, you got, <laughs> we got to hear yours. I'd say like 150. I am really? shocked. I would have thought you would have said I mean, that. I thought you were going to say infinity. I would just get tired after a while. What I would do is, you know, for the, for the first one to come out, I would just crack him so hard in the face and look at all of them and be like, you want that fucking business? Like, you better make a good decision. Your mom is at home cooking dinner for you right now. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Look at your boy. Your boy's not even, he can't breathe. <laughs> get out! <laughs> I just killed. Get him. out of that here! That is fucking Holy anger. I can almost. Say, all right, how many twenty-year-olds would it take, Dorn? <laughs> Same number. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. You just you whap one, and yeah. it's like yeah, you got to make a decision. I, there's, I remember in high school, I was at a track meet. It was my senior year, and it was in Newcastle. And a lot of the football players came up there throwing like you know shot put and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, man, we got to tell you a story." And I played foot. I played Newcastle that year in football. I had like seven touchdowns against them. Humble brag. Yeah, humble brag, right? So they're Seven, like, they're yeah, like, man, we had the best game plan for you, man. Like, we had the best game plan. We were so hyped to play you and all this stuff. And they said, you know, we were doing pregame. Then you walked out of the locker room with your helmet unbuckled. And then you, like, kind of walked into where we were warming up. And, and you were just pacing around looking at us like some type of creature. And we kind of all looked at each other and we're like, you know, this is going to be a long day. This is really going to be a long day. We don't know if we got it. And, and you went out there and and really just intimidated us to the fact that we didn't even want to play the game. So my <laughs> tactic would just be intimidation. Like, I mean, you walk out and you let them know before you even Time do out. it. Like, <laughs> this is, this is the biggest listen, ego I, in the I, world. I, listen, I, I'm a big fan of you. <laughs> I'm a massive. You're, first of all, seven touchdowns. I had 36 touchdowns in my senior year. I didn't even make the whip you. Again, seven touchdowns that game. Yes. Okay. We'll have to fucking back search that, Ben, on that. Um, <laughs> and you walked right into their stretch line and no one did shit? No. They, no. <laughs> Were you playing 10-year-olds? I mean, how do you fucking walk through someone's fucking stretch line and stare them down and they didn't do shit about it? The 10-year-old Newcastle League. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm just saying. I'm listen. It's, it's all about intimidation. He knocked the first one Dude, out. He, yeah, he, he wasn't breathing. It's the intimidation. Just looked at his team. So I moved over. <laughs> you got to let the if the first one is that has that much balls to do it, then you got to let them all know. Like, listen, this isn't the right decision. 
this isn't the right decision. I think that they would rethink it. That was scary, man. But 150. That 150. Then I'll change my uh, number to like 40. Yeah, God. If you're at 150, <laughs> maybe I have to rethink yeah, my number just say agree 40. More. If that didn't work, yeah, I mean, they could just jump on me. I just, just can't believe how head. triggered you got just yeah. talking about a 10-year-old. <laughs> Wanted to fight you, holy I would, shit! Yeah, I mean, at least mine was you somewhat fun for him. You definitely are the guy you got to bring out to the bars with you, the friend you got to have around. Oh no doubt, Fuck, man. No, that no. wouldn't be good for anybody. All right. <laughs> Did All I just right. get triggered? I mean, I just blacked out. I think <laughs> you had a look that you had that look. I blacked out. I swear. <laughs> All right, move on back to sports. <laughs> yeah, that's not we straight. Might, we might have to cut no that. more stray again. We might have to cut that one. All right, next one is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' new contract, four-year, $134 fucking million, $57 million signing bonus, and $98 million, Josh, $700,000 guaranteed? Is that correct? Yeah, $98,700,000 guaranteed, wow. 57 signing bonus, guaranteed. four years, What are your thoughts? Uh, uh, numbers aside, he's worth it for what he does. I mean, again, because you have they win because of him. Uh, you don't want to replace him. I, I look at his age at 34, and I say, okay, well, that's scary, clearly. But I look at his first couple years, he waited. He waited behind Brett Favre, and Brett Favre wouldn't get out of his fucking way. So there's, you could say on paper, he's 34, maybe not the body, not compared to, like, Ben's 36, who probably feels like 41 already. I, I would say, yeah, as gross as the NFL numbers have gotten – I would say yes, especially what's what's that kid's name? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, uh, he's got he got paid uh, slightly underneath that. Well, not slightly, but a chunk, but still top five. And he hasn't done shit. Nothing. So if that's the going rate, I look at what he got, and I'd say sadly, yeah, I I I'd say that absolutely. So he's worth that, but the numbers are are gross. I mean, I I, I like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think people uh, they put him on a high pedestal, even though he's only one one. Super Bowl, but I think he's worth it. You know, he, he his arm, his elusiveness and elusiveness in the pocket. I, I think that he's worth all that money, and it's it. It's nice to see players getting paid that much money. To be honest, because I'm about guys making money in the NFL because it's a short career. It's a lot harder than it looks. You know that, Josh. Obviously, and uh, I'm just I'm happy he got to make that much money. I love seeing guys getting new t contracts. But look at it from the age wise. I I truly feel that he'll play till he's 38. He can play that. I mean, because of uh, literally be sitting behind Favre. He didn't do shit. Ben, from right. day one, was out there balling yeah. and getting his ass kicked because he held on to the ball forever and just got pounded. Um, I look at the same way like Montana and Steve Young. Steve yeah. Young had to sit behind him for a couple of years and was like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready, I've, I've been ready, and then you finally get the job. I look at that. I, I, he's absolutely worth it. Uh, the numbers are gross, yes, because but that's you know neither here nor there. Oh, I'd go to work any day for making. A, it's not you at work. It's it's the NFL. Those are the numbers that they use. So yeah, he's worth it. I'm just anxious now to see if would if I threw those same numbers at you and said Ben's making that, would you say he's worth that? Yes. At 36, guaranteeing all that money and all that. Yes, I would. Hmm. Yes, I would. Then we'd have I a debate. Would. Yeah. I would. I'm anxious to see Randy Fickner this year. I hope he has enough balls to fucking coach Ben and say no to Ben. Uh -huh. I truly feel Ben's going to be, fuck you, I'm going to make you look good. And, and, and you know, obviously they're friends, friendship, and, you know, but I, I'm going to go no huddle when I want. I'm calling all the plays that I want. Todd Haley, say what you want. A lot of people said a lot about him. He looked after him. 
got rid of the ball quick, made him fucking get the offense changed, get rid of the ball. He didn't get his touches, sacks allowed, all that stuff gone down. Uh, he's going to be missed. I hope Fickner has the balls to fucking allow him to get a big contract again. I don't know. I don't think he is. I think Ben's going to just take t- take hold of the whole offense. You know, I, that, that no huddle. And, and it's not a bad thing. It's honestly not a bad thing because Ben's watching. Ben is in the game. He's in the moment. He And how many times has he seen cover two? Has he, how many times has he seen a safety roll down and, and blitzes and zone dogs? He's going to know that stuff and have the feel for the game and be able to check out of everything and get whoever is running back, motion him out on a linebacker and his touchdown every time. I would love for Ben to be mature about this. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It, it, it takes a long time before a guy can call his own plays. Yeah. And, and, and four or five in a row. And, and I, I do believe Ben is absolutely smart enough and has been around enough to know, but I hope he takes care of it and uses it with some responsibility. So if it's like third and two, I'm not trying to fucking throw a home run pass, yeah. which we've seen him do. Right. He'll check out of a run and throw a fucking 40 yard strike on third and two or, you know, you know, the goal line, uh, 30 inches, quarterback sneaky, you're six fucking five. Well, uh, hey, ask the coach why we don't yeah. do that. Well, you don't have to fucking ask the coach. You you, you can call your own plays now. I want to see him. I don't know. I, it's going to be scary to see what he does by himself because I truly believe he's your offensive coordinator now. Do you think this means he won't retire anytime soon? Seeing what Aaron Rodgers can get and probably what he can get in a few years? I don't think Ben gives a shit about, right. about the money. No. I truly don't think he cares. Like, oh, I got to, I got to, no, no, no. From, I I think $30 million a year, that's got to, that's got to sit in the back of your head. uh, Because if he could have, he, let me say that again. He could have retired, but if he retired, he would have had to give back 50, 60 million already. So I do believe he cares about the money. He doesn't want to give it up. But I'm saying, I don't think his goal is now to see if I can get more than him. I don't know if that's his goal, but I think if you're looking at it and you're seeing what Aaron Rodgers can get and what you can get knowing that Aaron Rodgers got that, I mean, that's you're leaving a lot of money on the table if you retire. Ben has fooled everybody, and he's actually fooled me too. I truly believe he wants to retire a Steeler, and he wants the best pieces around him. And for him, I truly believe it's about winning. Yes, it's about winning championships. For sure. Now I, I could be wrong, and, and I could be one of the millions that are sucked in to saying, "Okay, Ben, Ben is full of shit, and he got you too." Fine. I truly believe all he gives a shit about is winning. He'll be, you know, he'll want to be up there in the numbers, but he doesn't give a shit about being the highest paid anymore. There's no way. This guy just wants to win championships and, and have more than the other guy that has the same amount. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I definitely think it's about the championships. And if he wins this year, I think he might be done. I could agree with that. You know, if, if they win, if they win a Super Bowl this year, you think seven? he's done? You think he'll, he'll retire? Why not? It's like Jerome Bettis. No, you know, I mean, he's only really playing uh, to win one more, right? Yeah, I mean, it is like Jerome Bettis because Jerome Bettis – you can make the argument should have retired that year. Ben still has some. I think he said he has a little bit more left in. Yeah, I okay. do. I do. Okay. Only because he's surrounded by such great weapons in yeah. that old line. Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell me if, all right, you want to play three more and do it in Cleveland, he'd retire. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Interesting. Which brings us to Landry Jones, Dobbs, and Mason. I mean, I, I'm impressed. I was impressed as hell last night with Dobbs. I didn't know he had that in him. I, I was. I first saw him, thought he was just a smart fucking dude that did great in college. But um, Josh Dobbs could play. Now, does he make it tough? Uh, does it make it worth to where you're like, okay, Landry Jones, uh, screw you, and we're going to go with Mason because you have no choice. You got him in the in the third round. Or do you just say, Landry Jones, see what we get for him. Maybe we need a linebacker, which clearly middle linebacker they do. But I don't know. My situation is simply Landry Jones' worth to me is gold till week five. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like because you asked a question. Well, yes, Josh Dobbs could be on paper better than Jones for sure. And Mason is clearly on, on paper going to be better than Jones. But who do you want to start the season for you if something happened to Ben right now? 
I'd want it to be Landry Jones. Do you think we can even get anything for Landry Jones if you traded him? Backups, maybe. Yeah. There's a shot. I mean, but you're gonna you're gonna get. Yeah, I don't know that question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know right now if something happened to Ben, if he tweaked something and he couldn't go for the first four weeks, I don't want Dobbs starting. And I don't want fucking Mason starting. I would want Landry Jones because in the first couple of weeks, we have to win games. He knows the playbook in and out. And he, he can do – he has most of the throws and he can move the offense. Uh, but after that, he's done. That's pretty clear that the Steelers are keeping him though, right? I think so. Yeah. I absolutely think so. So for, who does for, that mean? Who do you think goes? I think Landry goes. You think Landry goes? Yeah. They do you really? Dobbs. I do, yeah. Dobbs becomes number two. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who says no to that will, be, will have to be Ben. Ben Ben doesn't want to fucking babysit Mason Rudolph, who's uh, here yeah, to take right his job. That. And then right. Josh, uh, maybe Josh Dobbs and him have a relationship by now because it's been a year. But I I would strongly say it's a distant one. It's no longer than you know being in the locker room. Like, What's up, dude? Hey, and you were in the same meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say Landry Jones has almost the same thought process, the same mentality, you know, the same everything, breakdown film. You know, hey, Lange, you saw what I saw. Yeah, I did. You were right by doing that. Or, hey, this happened. I just think Ben needs a real offense. Not a, He has two offensive coordinators. And if you lose him, you lose his sounding board, his, the guy he leans on. So I think he's important for one more year. If it's up to Ben, yeah, Lange will stay. If it's up to Ben, if he has an Should it be up it. to Ben? Uh, no. No. You same don't think reason, he should have a say? Same reason I, I with think Garoppolo. I don't think Tom Brady should have had a say. Why? Why? Because it's not his actual fucking team. What do you mean? Who runs the things, team, really, then? Yeah, right now, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not his fucking team. Yeah, it's not he what, knows the best situations, and he knows For right now, he, for himself, and winning right now. There's right now? no doubt in my mind Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and keep the guy that they've been building for the last couple of years in the basement, learning from the best and all that. So it shows me Brady has a shit ton of pull. And Kraft, that's, I, I won championships with Brady. Mm-hmm. Belichick, I'm surprised Belichick didn't retire this year. I really thought he was going to retire after this season saying, fuck you guys. I built this whole thing, and now you're going li- to not listen to me. You're I don't keep think Brady. he would go down retiring like that, though. I think he would You'd just try jump to make ship, sure. go to a different team, and try to try See, to I thought there'd be a play where he'd go to San Francisco and say, good, I'm yeah. going to go fucking control the guy I just <laughs> built. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, I, I, so back to it all – Landry has another year in him. Absolutely. So does that make the Steelers look bad then for taking Dobbs last year in the fourth round? And I think Dobbs, Dobbs made him look a little better by doing that. I thought there was another position that they could have had a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, at that time because they were best available. Don't tell me it was fucking Josh Dobbs in the fourth right. round. I mean, you could have had a position. You could have had a middle linebacker right now where they need one. So I, I think that was a missed one. But I don't know. Maybe you can get something for one of these two, but there's can you stick? You can't have four guys. You can't have four quarterbacks. No. You can't put one on the practice squad. Right. I think you drop Dobbs. Keep me. I don't think you're going to drop your third round quarterback pick this year. year. No, I agree with you. Absolutely agree with that. It's just a shame. Dobbs. Dobbs made it very hard and allowed us to have a conversation about this, but I don't think. uh, Man, yeah, I don't know. He's a smart son of a bitch. He's got to get picked up then if he gets dropped, right? Be a number you three try to, You try to trade him, but I'm telling you, even if someone offered Landry Jones, got a, I will give you a backup fucking lineman, I don't know if I'd still get I'd get rid of him. I would. I know you for, would. For a backup lineman? Yeah. With, with Ramon Foster, his injuries, and B.J. Finney, mm-hmm. he was got mm-hmm. injured a little bit. Yeah, I would, just for some security. Mm-hmm. I'd get a swing guy. If it was a swing guy that could play center guard, yeah, yeah I definitely would. 
then maybe they'll shop him. I just don't think they'll stay because of Ben's fucking ego. I, he doesn't want to babysit. You have a new offensive coordinator, granted, on strings, because I think he's a puppet to Ben. But then Josh and with Dobbs and Rudolph in, the, in, in that meeting, where you know what it's like. You spend your entire – you spend the next six, seven months with him. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's just like right here, man. I like, I like what you're saying. If Ben has any say-so, which I believe he will, I bet you, bet you he's in the meetings right now with him, uh, then Landry will stay. When is – when is cut day? When is the final cut day? Tomorrow. Fi- tomorrow. tomorrow. To, yeah, by tomorrow you have to have roster set. So do you like this setup better with one one day of cuts rather than multiple days of shrinking the roster? Yeah, I mean, either way it sucks. You know, either way it sucks. Either way, well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase it. Either way it sucks because you're still always looking over your shoulder and wondering if you're going to get cut regardless. Yeah. But, you know, this last day, like today, I remember these days, and I couldn't. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. You know, you're just looking at your phone the whole time. I remember uh, Scott McKillop and I. Uh, we we shared a room in Buffalo, and it was cut day, and he, <laughs> we had the lights out. We were just like laying there waiting for the phone to ring, and the phone rang. And we were just like, oh my goodness. And it ended up being him. I mean, he's one of my best friends, but it ended up being him, and I, and I ended up making the team and stuff. So it was just, it was just very tough. You know, that's a tough situation to be in. Another humble bag. We need a humble brag uh, chart. For me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you think we need one, Josh, for me? <laughs> I mean, you don't believe that I scored seven touchdowns in a high school football game? Uh, I, I think I think the older you get, stories seem to stretch. <laughs> so uh, maybe not seven. Okay. But I think you did a wonderful job that day. <laughs> but I was I do remember I remember when I was in at, man when you did the cuts when it, you know the first oh we're going to cut ten guys and fifteen guys and the rest I remember even at Saint uh, Saint Vincent hearing that little. Yeah. At like six thirty, six fifteen in the morning, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> they got Raj," and then you're like, "Wait, that was really close to was that mine?" You know, you, you fucking panic. I remember when I made the Steelers. This is a great story. It fucking scared me to death. So Ron Stark, an old old punter, Norm Johnson, old old place kicker. I I came in. And I was with this other kid. I don't remember his name, but he had webbed fucking fingers, which was weird to me. Great swimmer, I'm sure, but he had like two fucking fingers that were like webbed. But he was a field goal kicker, so it didn't matter. But needless to say, we shared a place at the Allegheny Center Apartments, wherever the hell that is, which is right by the stadium, actually. So we're sitting there, and it was the last cut day, and we're watching the news. And they're like, hey, congratulations. If you're a Steeler, the, the roster's been set. And we're like, oh, fuck. We're jumping around. We're high-fiving. And they're like, except for two. We're like, duh. Oh. We're like, motherfucker. So the next day, we walk into Three Rivers. And Anthony Griggs, AG, is right in the middle. So you walk in, you go right to the front desk. If you can make that right, you're home free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, he pulls you, you got to make that left. <laughs> and I remember we were walking. We were like fucking Thelma and Louise at the end, holding hands. Fucking literally walked in, fucking like, let's go, man. Fuck AG. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, he, he's like, I forgot. Well, let's call him Web Fingers. He's like, Web, we got to talk to you. And he was holding on to my hand, I'm like, get the fuck off me. And I, just, <laughs> and I fucking made it right, dude. I, and I never saw that dude again. He could, they could have burned him for all I knew. I have no idea what happened. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that was it. But AG was like, Webb, we got to talk to you. I was like, and he, I remember just holding on. Like, I didn't even say good luck to you. I didn't even hug him up. I was sorry. Just fucking get off me. And I just fucking made that right and went to the locker room. And I was like, oh, Starks got cut. Congratulations, oh, Josh. Starks? Ron Stark. <laughs> I thought you said it was Webb that got cut. No, but the, the older punter must have been replaced. Okay, 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 okay. Fuck, Brock. 
So yeah, that's scary shit. Oh, that's real scary. Yeah, like then walking, I yeah. yeah, then Norm Johnson's like, who? Congratulations. And he was goofy as fuck. I love Norm. Norm was a good dude, though. <laughs> that's like a scary a 30, name, yeah. th- He was 39, and I was like 25. And I was like, come on, let's play. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? He's like, well, let's relax. Let's just, you know, <laughs> let's just sit and read this magazine. You know, I'm like, dude, this is going to suck all year with your old ass, oh. and I'm young. We're on the road. I'm like, what do you want to do? Let's go out. Let's go to a fucking bar. Let's go have a couple of drinks. Let's grab some steaks. Like, let me call my family first. Let me talk to my kids. Oh, man. It's 9.30. Let's go back. I'm like, fuck. What did you end up doing? Just going by yourself places? No, I killed them. <laughs> no, no. We, uh, you, didn't I, have that, a, that, hey, you didn't have enough pull there to get them fired. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I mean, that, that was a tough one. That, that's Norm Johnson. I'm, oh, man. Looked like fucking uh, David Letterman. <laughs> I mean, exactly like David Letterman. And old men, old men have gas. I mean, I know that now. But I remember in that room, he just, flap, 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 flap. He's like, don't worry, there's, it doesn't sting. It's just, that's what happens. And flap, flap, flap. I'm like sitting, I'm like, I'm calling my girlfriend, who's my wife at the time. I'm like, this guy's a fucking pig. <laughs> I'm like, if I light a fucking match in here, I'm like, I'm never going to kick again. I'm like, it's disgusting. Like, what, it's, it's just, there's no, it's like, well, can't you be with that? Who else is in your position? I'm like, no, there's only one fucking, one, one kicker, one, one punter. It's just us. It's fucking horrible my first year. But everyone loved him. Every time they threw his ass on the scoreboard, every, they do the thing from Cheers, where, you, where Norm walks in, he walks in the door, and was like, Norm! The whole fucking crowd. So I couldn't even say shit because they had 80,000 people loving him. So I couldn't even turn on him. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thorne, what do you think about Quadri Henderson? Uh, I, I think that he should have stayed in, obviously. I think everybody thinks he should have stayed in college another year. Um, them getting Switzer, the Steelers getting Switzer was obviously oh. saying, you know, that's that crushes. Right. You see that news, you hear that news yeah. come across, you're like, all right. You know, and, and that's like, you know, before. But last I saw a quote game. you had that was brilliant, and it's true. You're always auditioning for 31 other fucking teams. Yes. Yes. Always. And that's, that's the mindset you have to keep. And that's hard to keep that mindset whenever you're a rookie because you don't really understand that. You don't understand that. You probably know you're going to get cut, but you might get picked up somewhere else. You think it's the end of the world when you get cut your rookie year. You don't think that. You don't even like uh, even explore to think that you're out there auditioning for other teams. That there are scouts in the stadium from other teams looking at you. And if you have that mindset, you know you'll be fine. And I think Quadri Henderson. I think he's going to get picked up on a practice squad somewhere because he did have a great game uh, last night. How much will he make on a practice squad? He'll probably make like a hundred and forty thousand. So still maybe not a bad move on his part? No, it's not a bad. Uh, no, he has no. to make that, though. I mean, someone's going to have to want to yeah. bring him back. I mean, yeah. it, it, today's kicking is so bad, you can't really show because these guys are kicking balls out of the end zone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, He has to be able to play another I position. mean, he returned one yesterday. It was like fucking ten, literally nine and a half deep. Right. I'm like, fuck it. I got to show him yeah, something. Ha- had to. He had to. Absolutely. That, which is good. I mean, he should have been doing that the whole preseason. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Mm. You, you don't disagree? Okay, yeah. He should have been doing that. I mean, any time he could get his hands on the ball, I would have ran it. So if he stays in college, you think he has a better shot of making a team, getting paid more? Yes, definitely. 100%. If he, yeah, if he's coming back this year, think about the game tomorrow. If we, Kwaji Henderson, a guy who was an All-American his sophomore year, is coming back. They kicked the ball to him one time. He's taken to the house against Albany at yeah. least twice tomorrow. And they'll, they'll find seven other ways to get seven the ball in his hands. Exactly. During the course of a yeah. game. There's and, and no does, doubt about yes, that. Yes, and he does that against UCF. He does that against, you know, Notre Dame. And he's going to get drafted. Yeah. yeah. All so. right. Well, gentlemen, good shit. I know. Hey, listen, what do we have coming up? We have a podcast coming up this week, a Steeler one. Yes? Yeah. 
We're going to bang that out, go, go knee-deep into what's going on with the Steelers. You're listening to Washed Up, Miked Up, Doran Dickerson, the boys, Josh Miller. Thank you very much. All the best. I don't want to be like that guy. He's like, oh, God bless and good night. No, that's not me. Just have fun, be safe, and don't be stupid. <laughs>